It's the month of June, and you know what that means. It's Junesicle Theater Month. And this year's run of rock musicals and rock operas continues this week with a cult hit film that is decidedly a rock opera. This week, Repo, the genetic opera. How Star Wars is it? Hi! Hi! <laughs> we say that at the same time. <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, hi, welcome to the show, everybody. Hi, everybody. Welcome to How Star Wars Is It. This is not the only podcast. There's two podcasts. There's this one, there's and there's podcasts. our Patreon. <laughs> but it's one of yeah, two and those podcasts, are the only two. and it is yeah. where we are seeking to find out how everything known to humankind. Yeah, how Star Wars it is, Mike. That's a beautiful way to put it, and we haven't said it in that like verbiage before. And I think you're no. right. And Everything. we are we are only we are only concerned with human perception. Yes, <laughs> yeah, we're not concerned about alien kind. So yeah, when this gets pressed to like a gold record and sent out into deep space, and aliens find out, like we don't know how you guys perceive Star Wars or if, say uh, musical theater, <laughs> right? If this, if, 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 how Star Wars is it was the cross section of humanity that aliens had to use to understand us? <laughs> that I would think... be, that would be a big problem. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like, like, I guess the... everybody is fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> like, they all have, po- they all have a podcast, apparently. Yeah. And also, they love Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. Yeah, right. Every single but... one of them. Um, this week, what we are comparing to Star Wars, since it is, uh, we're still right in the throes of the month of June, June Sickle Theater. We're talking all things rock music, or excuse me, rock musicals and rock operas this month in honor yeah. of our group Anarchy, the improvised rock opera. That's right, and uh, we have we've done the concept of rock operas. We've done Bloody Bloody Andrew Jackson. Our most controversial episode to date. <laughs> and uh, this week we're doing something that is, like Mike said in the cold open, decidedly very rock opera. It is a rock opera for sure. And we have a special guest here to discuss it with us. Member of Anarchy, one of our castmates, Sydney Clinton. Hi, hello. Welcome hello, to the show. Sydney. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Now, Thanks for joining us. We we have done this now recently a couple of times, and I know you and I we we the three of us just played an anarchy show together last week as of yeah. recording date. Um, Good and show. We were. Good show. It was a it was a crazy show. <laughs> um, and we were talking at the bar afterwards, and you said something to the tune of like, "How much Star Wars do I have to know?" And I was like, <laughs> yes. "Oh, this is going to be perfect because we run the spectrum." Yeah. Um, so what we have what we've done recently with folks is ask um, what their favorite Star Wars thing is, but but even even before that, like 
what uh, what exposure slash like education in Star Wars do you have in the first place? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excellent question. Uh, well, in COVID, I finally caved and watched um, some okay. of them, so that was exciting. Wow. Mm-hmm. I watched the original three. Is this, is that right? And then yeah. the three. prequeling up to those three yes Uh yes yes with the little boy that everybody was so horrible to is that right right yes that's Uh, correct and then i believe my brother and i watched solo is it solo Mm -hmm. yeah the standalone and that would be it which is a lot more than it was before covid so hmm. So what was the what caused this cave as you said Like, why Why in COVID were you like, okay, fine? <laughs> <laughs> the same reason that I learned that I missed about 20 Marvel movies. Uh, it was something to do. And yeah. it was yeah. a consistent flow of it. Um, oh, and actually, as a side note, my other ex- uh, exposure is I've been to the Disney World, Ogus Cantina, and Star Wars area. I've oh, yes. What it's called. So that's more so. than either of us could say. <laughs> yeah, we've never been there. Oh, it's so fun. It's wonderful. Yeah. That's amazing. So was that was that before watching any movies? Sure was. <laughs> sure was. <laughs> I know like, that. This place is cool. It's super fun, and of course, you you can't escape like snippets of it, like the trash yeah. compactor. I know that at little pieces and, right, and some right. of that, but yeah, COVID. That's, That's how I've... I was with the movie Titanic up until like a month ago. I had never seen huh. the full thing in one sitting from start to finish, but I had seen probably every minute of it on like. PBS. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was me and the movie Anchorman, where I had heard it quoted so many times that I had essentially <laughs> seen the whole movie. And then when I finally watched it, I was like, I'm, "Yes, yep. now I understand." <laughs> this was all of those words in order. Yep. I already, see, I've already seen this movie. I heard it all secondhand. So okay, it was a COVID exploration. Did did you like <laughs> any of it? Yeah, did you like any of them? <laughs> I did. Um, I don't remember why I stopped because I know yeah. there are more. Uh, no, yeah, I watch them. They're fun. Returns. I watch them with my mom, and she uh, uh, likes them a whole bunch, having okay. had seen them originally. I don't know what's what stops. I like the. Oh no! This is that pop quiz again. I can't remember their yeah. names. I <laughs> like go, what Cindy. it looks like. I like You're that it's graded. in space. <laughs> uh, yes. And I think I liked Solo, although I heard that people don't like that one. Is that correct? Is that people Solo, are not a fan? We, uh, on this podcast, we are kind of like semi a fan of Solo. Yeah, we're like all the way back around to kind of thinking it's good because it's like a little... So it's a thing that Star Wars often does, especially in the 21st century, is answer questions nobody was asking. Yeah. <laughs> and that movie kind of is that in a nutshell. It's like, hey, remember Han Solo? Want to know what he was like as a kid? And... I don't know how many people were thinking, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I do kind of like it. It's weird. Um, yeah, it's a weird but, movie, but I kind of like it too. Uh, is I that, also, I'm sure I'm saying, <laughs> is that the Castle Run? Is that that yes. <laughs> yeah. You're, yes. you're nailing this pop quiz. I've got a chart. Over, I've got a little chart over here, and I'm checking off Kessel yeah, Run it's, for it's you. It's a bingo game. <laughs> yeah. She said Kessel Run. We got to get her to say Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Um, there we well, go. That Done. is that is really. F- oh yeah, have you seen any of that? Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. Well, what so- a what a fun <laughs> discovery. I I love that. So we we did an episode a couple like a year or two ago with Bethany Remily from Comedy Sports Chicago. I don't know if you know her, but um, 
she told us it was like a reveal on the episode that she like days prior had finished watching all of them for the first time yeah <laughs> and we were like <gasps> so this feels an awful lot like that <laughs> i've been blessed in my life to have multiple friends with whom i've been that have been like oh, i've never seen star wars and i've been like well here we go you're in for a treat we're gonna watch them we're gonna watch the first three on vhs baby <laughs> I that's feel how like i that's- like to show them that's known though. Like I, I have other gaps, uh, right? In whatever franchise, and you expect right. some friend to be like, "Okay, well, we're going underground this weekend, and we're going to go yeah. through a view." So I think that uh-huh. session just didn't happen yet. Yeah, yeah. right. How well, it's funny. good that you took it upon yourself during COVID. That's fun. <laughs> That's a fun exploration. <laughs> yeah. So, like on this podcast, it's interesting because Mike knows a lot about Star Wars and has seen pretty much everything. Like, yeah, I mean, there's like kids TV shows I haven't seen and there's like the the odd video game I haven't played and certainly I haven't read all the books, not even close. scratching the surface really, no. but like, yeah, I've seen basically all of it. And then I'm <laughs> weird because I have a Star Wars podcast, but I haven't watched a lot of the TV shows because I'm like, can't be bothered. Yeah. <laughs> did you grow just, up with this, Mike? Was this like what you did as a kid? Is it like kind that of, familiar? The, the prequels came out when we were like the perfect age, like yeah. 99, 2002, and 2005. So like I had exposure to the original trilogy and then like saw all of those when they were like the big thing of the moment. But it, it wasn't like a obsession's not the right word, but like deep fascination until probably more like high school when I was old enough to know that like trivia was fun (laughs) Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. that's when i sort of like doubled down on like i'm gonna make this part of my stupid personality (laughs) (laughs) see we had the we had the vhs box set and it was one of the ones that we like just wore out all the time because we watched it so often yeah that wasn't really me as like a little one we watched it all the time and we had uh we were weirdly a star trek family and a star wars family like we, we we liked both and so we watched both and then when the prequels came out it was like this is i was a kid so i was like these rule <laughs> <laughs> and then i grew up a little bit and was like eh they're interesting yeah. <laughs> i'm interested but- to hear your take as an adult what was i gonna ask oh i was curious as uh your experience as an adult watching star wars were you like these are for kids or were you like i can these are these are fun for adults too because like some of them they kind of run the gamut between those two things and they're sort of both so like what was your take on them after you watched them me is this my question yeah sydney no super fun there's you can't um dip your toes in without having heard something right so it was like okay well this is a big world and pop quizzes are involved in this world like it's it's hard to have like a light casual star wars conversation it's more like well tell me about it what else do you know and yeah. and so uh it was nice to <laughs> to experience them in a safe space where it yeah. didn't matter uh but no the original three are so fun and it was easy to get lost in that world and the pacing is nice and then the the, the little boy three not as fun yeah. But the solo one was lovely because my older, my brother was like, this is fine. You're going to like it. You don't have to know anything about it for it to be enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. So that's, you know, an approachable movie works. I like, like the way like, you movie. keep using the word exposure. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which yeah. Is big word. Exposure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really fun. I'm like trying to think like what, I mean, I feel like everybody kind of did some 
version of this during COVID. Like, I'm going to do yeah. a thing I've put off my entire life. <laughs> yeah. Or not had a reason to. Um, Learn how to bake said, bread. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, Sydney's was like, Sydney became an excellent baker and watched yeah. the Star Wars movies. Sure did. Um, you've mentioned now a couple times, and I've, I've revealed this on the podcast before, but you said the little boy. I went to high school with that little boy for one year. He was, we were high schoolers. He was not a little boy, but the one <laughs> from The Phantom Menace, the like actual little, little boy, mm-hmm. he was at my school when he- I was a sophomore. <laughs> Was he like, okay, the world came Not down really. hard on him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Truly anyway, that's of, just like fun trivia. <laughs> one of our greatest failures as American society was to that little boy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Josiah <laughs> thinks that there should be no such thing as child actors, that all uh, children in movies and TV should be played by adults in like motion capture suits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No more that's child fair. labor. There's that. Yeah makes sense yeah. yeah i don't know what you do with all the twins those are all twins aren't they most of them a they lot used of them. to be yeah. they used yeah. to be we just um, have twin adults this time <laughs> so speaking of um bad things uh this yeah. week we're talking about <laughs> um a a rock opera <sighs> film from 2008 called repo mm-hmm. yeah exclamation point a the genetic opera or a genetic opera the genetic opera the okay yeah so it's definite um yeah. and and i know so okay we were back and forth on email just like saying like here are some ideas we've been talking about and like what even is a rock opera versus just like a rock musical has been a topic here this month for us but um i can't remember sydney did did we put this on a list of a bunch of things and this was one of your options okay (laughs) yes i would like to say that i also offered up hedwig and evita yeah but repo's great happened yeah (laughs) and i do want to do hedwig at some point and uh josiah hasn't seen it yeah but i guess you hadn't seen repo either (laughs) i've seen hedwig oh the movie Yes. Oh, okay. Well, do you want to just switch to Hedwig? Yeah, let's just do Hedwig real fast. <laughs> no, we like have to do Repo because we all watched it. <laughs> yeah, we all watched it. And if we didn't, then what was it for? Yeah, yeah. We'll have to. We'll have to have you back to do Hedwig with us. Um, Sydney, do you have a history? Do you have a history with this show? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, so when you made the list of what could be an option, Repo stuck out. I saw this first in college after a Halloween party. So we were all definitely under some fun influences. Yeah. Yeah, but we yeah, watched yeah. this because it meant a lot to a good friend of mine. This this movie means a lot, or did at the time, I don't know about now, but it meant a lot to her. So it was presented as like, this is a big deal and we need to watch it. And I think coming from... From there, uh, helps, right? You yeah. Pre- you yeah. Wanna, if it matters to them, it'll matter to you, and that's lovely. I hadn't seen it, though, since then, <laughs> so that was fun. I cut out, <laughs> I think after about 40 minutes in, I cut out what happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. That's really interesting. The, the first time I saw it, the only other time that I saw it was, it wasn't quite so, like, sentimental or anything, but I was with a group of friends who were, like, big movie and musical theater dorks so they're like you guys we gotta watch this like so it wasn't like this means a lot to me but it was more just like i've heard it's a mate you know like so mm-hmm. it was the same sort of headspace of like i kind of have to take this seriously and enjoy it you know like yeah. whereas this go around i was like oh my god what is this movie <laughs> yes <laughs> i thought okay 
the fact that this movie came out in 2008 is crazy. It feels late, right? It feels late because I thought this was like a 90s thing or something. Oh, I thought it was even just like 2003 or yeah, 2005. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, like the, just the level of production value feels... Well, I, I shouldn't say that because 2008 is around the same time. I always like relate things to the reboot of Doctor Who. <laughs> which came out in 2005, I believe. You know what else came out in 2005? Retur Star Wars Star Episode Wars 3. Episode 3. <laughs> yeah. But I always relate the effects. I always relate the effects yeah. to, like, Doctor Who, because I'm right. like... Like, what? TV VFX in terms yes. of, like, this is clearly, like, a sort of TV budget as opposed right. to, like, a giant blockbuster movie. It, it was, like, an $8 million budget, though. Like, yeah. not nothing. Not a huge budget, but not terrible oh no i just looked at the wikipedia for the budget and the box office and it's very sad yeah 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 what what are the numbers 8.5 million for the budget take a guess on the box office uh like this is just like theatrical tickets sold i'm assuming it's theatrical release yeah i'm gonna guess six figures like like four hundred thousand. okay sydney do you have a guess that sounds generous so then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'll go with max max cap that Okay, so you're go you're doing the prices right the rules under. going one under. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's one hundred eighty eight thousand. Oh brother. Really rough. <laughs> oh my god. That's not oh. even close to a return it's on like investment. 80 oh my times god. lower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Really brutal. Well, and then it became this sort of like culty road show uh Rocky Midnight, horror kind Rocky of thing. horror type of thing, yeah. yeah. Um, it is super campy, but it's like not campy in the fun ways. It's like campy in the festering ways, if that makes yeah, sense. That was sure. kind of what I took from it. We, we a, recently like, talked about the movie yeah. Batman and Robin, which also felt like it was maybe trying to be campy and certain parts were, but other parts were just sort of a drag. And this definitely had like some of that in it. Like It's super, uh, what I was thinking and relates to, again, about 40 minutes in, even this round, I was like, I don't know if I can go the whole way at full <laughs> attention. Um, but thinking about it and how it relates to our shows, I will say this is a wonderful example of yes. why you need a break between the scene and the song. You yes. need to break them up because because it's just like, well, look at all these thoughts. Look at these thoughts up here and down there. Constantly <laughs> thinking about anarchy watching Me this too. movie in particular. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> like, we, our show is shorter, but we can improvise a like more Cogent. coherent script. Yes. yes. <laughs> I couldn't stop thinking about anarchy the whole time either. I was like, mm -hmm. we could, I was like, wow, we, we, we do this, but like in some ways better. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So so one of the things I remember at the time was like this is by some guy who worked on Saw or like it oh, was sure. maybe the same production company or like the, it was sort of like set in the same breath as the Saw movies and uh so I From was like oh it's going to be like a gruesome horror movie and it is kind of gruesome but in a like goofy way. Yeah. And and also it's like Oh, an opera, and the whole thing is like a ninety-five minute long Evanescence video. Like, yes. I just, I just don't know. <laughs> Was this made for like exactly twenty people? 
Yes. <laughs> like who? Who really loves this movie? <laughs> it's it's really banana. I can think of one one person <laughs> who really yeah. loved the movie and rock on right. Whatever hits hits. Yeah, I don't know, right. but you mentioned two things that I really don't like. I've never seen Saw. I never will. I don't yeah. like any of that gore, and I never right. liked Evanescence. That never clicked. <laughs> yeah. What a musical for me. It's just wonderful. <laughs> no, the totally. perfect one for you to pick. Yeah. <laughs> It's, um, I, I weirdly, it's like the perfect, so bad it's good kind of movie, you know, like they, they're not going for bad. They are, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -mm. trying their very hardest and the result was kind of just bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But like, it's, it's, um, it's, it's, I would use this movie if I were teaching like a film class to talk about like tone or aesthetic. You know, yeah. like, this movie looks more like something than most movies that come out today. <laughs> yeah, I don't like what it looks like, yeah. <laughs> but it looks like something. What it looks like is garbage, but yeah. it does look like something. It was cool. I forgot about the graphic novel aspect of it. So, hey, uh-huh. points for looking uh, like that. That's fun. Yeah. I, I, I was like, like exposition dump. That first hole, I took a photo of my screen. It was like four minutes of like, and this is what happened before the show. You need to know it. And then we get into the show. Which you know what? That is very similar to the opening crawl of every Star Wars Wars. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) I took a couple notes and one of the, one of the things that like, I mean, the first thing I wrote was just, what the fuck is this movie? Um, And like I was like, who's the protagonist? And then finally, Shiloh shows up about 15 minutes in. Her song is like the fourth song, or yeah. Something like and that. I was like, yeah. who who am I supposed to grab onto here? I was like, I am lost. Yeah. In a sea of weird, like like adults, overexposed, adults. pale faces. Yes, very <laughs> overexposed. So shiny. Everything was just like weirdly. It's like they have Vaseline on the lens or something. Yeah, mm. It's so strange. Yeah. But I was just like lost, and then finally we like, like find this young woman, and I'm like, is she gonna survive? And she's gonna be the the protagonist, and she like and lives. And it's kind past- of the Ariel, like the Little Mermaid plot. She her dad won't let her go out, and she really wants to go out, and then this scary bad guy gives her the opportunity to go out. You know, like, it, Mike, it's, you it's Little this- Mermaid for like the first half until it just becomes a complete cluster where like okay so like two-thirds and i i i heard somewhere i don't know what i was reading or whatever but um that there's perhaps something like 60 minutes of movie that got cut out (laughs) and like no it makes total sense because like two-thirds of the way through the grave robber character who's kind of our like aaron burr narrator who breaks the fourth wall uh just basically like summarizes the first two thirds of the movie and then says like this is what's gonna happen in the last third yeah <laughs> like, yeah it's really strange <laughs> and and like the last third really does feel like it's they had like a lot thing. of different ideas and they had to sort of make cuts for time or something yeah and someone absolutely watched moulin rouge and we're like i want this the stage death i want that. totally Mm-hmm. And then I want a little bit of Twilight punking. I want that. I also yes. want a bunch of way adult people with a 17-year-old pro tag. Mm-mm. Yeah. I want yeah, that. They go out of their way to continue to say 17. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-mm. Don't like she has that. A whole, 
She has a whole song where she's like, I'm Featuring Joan Jett. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's just, Joan Jett just shows up playing guitar and is like, fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Let's sing this song. And it's like. In the what? bedroom. In our yeah. bedroom. It's Don't so like it where one of the main set. Like locations is the miners' bedroom. Don't like that. Yeah, Don't I took so a lot weird. of Don't like that. Don't like this anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it it has this really gross two thousand I guess two thousand eight, which is crazy to think about. Like, do you ever do you ever um try to wrap your head around like three different things that all happened in the same year. Like, you mm. know, like we learned about like the war in Vietnam and then you also hear like Creedence Clearwater Revival. Like that's just like, <laughs> I, those associated in my head. But also at that same time, like my parents were kids. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like mm. it's hard for me to like reckon with a lot of different things that happened at the same time. And like this movie really reminded me of the just fucking disgusting early 2000s misogyny that was in everything yeah like yeah there's gross in here absolutely it's, it's there, so it's there. and like uh background gross right like the yes. surgical assistants and what have you and hey scantily yes. clad women just being hot in the corner okay that's been around forever rock on but something sure. about this take with like the stabbing and the lyrics yeah. that are not yeah. great or interesting and it's just like it's this just is like, shock factor but not shocking enough i don't yeah care. it's like they were like we could use some sex and yeah. it's like for what what's the story purpose and they're like no 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 like you know like um playboy or the sports illustrated swimsuit edition yeah and it's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> if there's a woman in the background she's wearing like skin tight sometimes latex sometimes like like revealing stuff and like yeah mm -hmm. all the all the like assistants surgical assistants are all wearing like short white mini skirts and like revealing sh and revealing like tops and it's so and then getting killed too mm -hmm. and it's like it feels like this movie wanted to try to say something but then somewhere along the way lost any type of I like moral totally. or theme at all yeah it's it's like it had it had like four or five ideas and it didn't really like bring any of them to fruition the idea of like people are addicted to having plastic surgery like okay that's a take i don't know how much i like particularly care about mm -hmm. that or like agree that that's like bad or whatever but like that was one there was the whole like medical industry yeah, mm -hmm. is taking advantage of the poor and it's like that's a take but then like no one is really ever seen to be poor other than like the people who he goes and kill you know like it, it goes after these sort of systems in this like super uh superficial way mm -hmm. <laughs> this could be in the right hands an incredible yes anti-capitalist like yeah. treatise like of oh and it's this dystopian future and you have to sell your own organ or your organs can be repossessed like yeah. that's a great like that it reminds me of like um like eat the rich yeah eat the rich or or the the what was the satire of the guy who was like oh just eat your babies that's yes the, right you know right. whoever is it wrote like that. voltaire who said that i don't remember Eat the Baby's Satire. Jonathan Swift. Yeah, Jonathan ah. Swift. A Modest Proposal by Jonathan Did Swift. Did you go right? see Jonathan Swift this weekend? I saw in Jonathan the Swift. Tour? <laughs> <laughs> I saw Jonathan Swift. Yeah, Taylor Swift is a Nepo baby of Jonathan Swift. <laughs> 
it's a long yes, line. I agree. You know, that's that's the thing that's just like so fun about this movie in the sort of way of like the, how the room is fun. It like yeah. it didn't do anything right. No. <laughs> like, you know, usually with something like a like like Bloody Bloody Andrew Jackson, we talked about how like there's a lot of like tone and messaging that they sort of shit the bed on in terms of like being advocating for marginalized people that said the music is a slam dunk right and this doesn't even have that to stand on <laughs> no no doesn't. but i will say that zyhydrate comes in a little glass vial has been in my head for like yes, 15 I wrote, years it's i wrote just that been down. living there so yes, i've used it for the anarchy promo post because it's just yes so i that like landed that was the only thing i had any memory of with this movie was like that like said to camera and then a little like glass the file? repeated a little glass file piece. yeah mm-hmm. like a little glass file i wrote like, that it's one of the few things i wrote down <laughs> a little glass song. file a little glass file yeah that one stuck in my head a little bit stuck out as like oh there's a melody and there's a fun call and response yeah yeah mm-hmm. but so many of the okay so like one of the one of the big things in musicals right is it's like can you hum anything as, as you're <laughs> leaving right and like Truly, I can't. The only thing I remember is a little glass vial, a little yeah. glass vial. Aside from that, I'm like, how did they learn this music? There's nothing to hold on to. No, I know. No, and what did the book look like? Because it's, yeah. I know rock operas, right? You sing the whole time, understood. But at the same time, no, really, where where the song, no, really, where does the song start, though? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well, looking at, looking at the Wikipedia, it's like, here's a list of songs, and there's, it's like 60 of them or something. It's like 56 songs. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm like, okay, that's too many songs. <laughs> yeah. And none of them were good? Are you kidding me? So, it is okay. a cool idea. There are cool ideas, and especially taking that, like, you don't own your own body. Are we going into, like, women? Yeah. Are we, how much autonomy? And sure. what's the, like, cool ideas, but, oh, delivery. Rough. Yeah. Terrible it's delivery. Like, it's like they had ideas and didn't ever, like bother finishing what that idea like what the sort of logical conclusion of any one of those ideas would have been in this sort of sci-fi world like like the women bodily autonomy idea for example had they gone that way it might not have felt quite so male gazy yeah yeah <laughs> yeah like again 17 17 17 yeah, not, yeah. uh not a good that's always and they're always 17 right in so many uh fiction and fantasy books they're always 17 he's always yeah. like 500 and she's 17 it's yeah. that magic magic age yeah. he's an elf who's <laughs> 500 and she's 17 yeah mm-hmm. but Absolutely he just gets yes. her it's it's twilight right it's the yeah. same thing you know it's like bella's 17 years old and edward is a hundred fifty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's cool, man. It's all cool. So, so speaking mm. of upsetting things, I I had this thought when I was driving home today. I was listening to the album again to just like refresh my memory. God, I can't believe I, anybody would listen to this album oh, voluntarily. God. Well, here's another crazy thing about the album. Just as a side tangent here, the the songs in the album I think are sort of in hit order. Because mm. they're all over the place order wise. Yeah. So like I had to go to the Spotify playlist called Repo Movie Order. <laughs> wow. Anyway, this this question I had come up in my head was who's the most upsetting character? Mm. Because I've got like six nominations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we haven't we haven't gotten to too many specifics about the movie because no. it's truly bonkers and there's and, and, and like the plot is nonsensical at best. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
There's not much of a plot. But also, Paris Hilton's in this? Yes, right. And mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was her until the very end. <laughs> when her face falls off. Like, yeah, right. As she, was, as she was holding her face up, I was like, that kind of looks like Paris Hilton. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, how, you know how she gets like a full face replacement and it's basically perfect. And then her brother gets face replacements and it's like a sticker stretched across his face with clothes. Yes. <laughs> So strange. Like, what are the rules of this mm. world? <laughs> there aren't any. And he's always carrying a mirror. Yeah. Yes. He has a mirror the whole time. Yeah. I don't, it's so I don't. Weird. And he has an accent. One of them has an accent. Yes. <laughs> this yeah, brother has so, an accent. Okay, that family, the family, the, the, um, what's their last name? I can't remember. Roti. Yeah, Ro- Lati is the is name the, of the guy. Roti, yeah. um, Rossi. Largo. Largo, yes. So, he owns the one company in the universe that yeah. uh, sells everybody their organs, and it sells them their um, essentially their opioids. Um, he is dying. He knows he's going to die, and there's a bit of a like succession thing going on. With he, he has three kids, and they're all kind of vying for the ceo job except it's like maybe a fourth priority plot line like it's just like so nothing but his kids are paris hilton who i think of all the characters in this movie is one of like the least egregious and she's even still kind of gross but like the two brothers i don't know which one's more upsetting to me (laughs) oh they're awful they're terrifying when whenever we're introduced to the sibling trio and she doesn't sing when we're first introduced to the sibling trio that was when i the the worst number in the whole oh it's awful i had literally had a moment where i was like oh bad bad and then i yeah i rethought this whole podcast we thought talking to you well lightly (laughs) but like bad choice bad choice back away Yeah, that that whole scene, I was like, this this was bad then. Like, what oh, are yeah. you doing? Absolutely, there was a reference to incest. And yes, like, yes. That, that's a closed book matter. That don't go further. That's awful. Just casual. Yeah. Throw it in the verse because we can't rhyme any better than that. Oh, yeah. Mm. And then, I mean, that's I'm, that I like it's it's bad in a festering way thing you mm-hmm. were saying. Like yeah. this this isn't like funny. Mm-mm. It's not funny. It's not funny. It's not fun. It's just like ew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And drive by, like it kind of sprinkles it and then walks past it. So there was no point in saying it. So it right. served no purpose. Not that there ever is, but like mm, yeah, yeah, shallow, shallow grossness. Yeah, yeah, very yes. shallow. Yeah. No, and once again, no greater satire. No, or like the point or message is tr- is coming through. It's just seems to be gross for gross sake. Yeah, and like Which they could have done something there. They could have said that like these rich billionaire kids are like gross, you know, like the the kind have of lost their low hanging fruit like QAnon conspiracy of like they're lizard people, you know, like make any choice. Oh yeah, there's a million <laughs> ways to be a, to show that a character is a disgusting person that is not like the five taboo things that are just automatic no's, right? Like yes, you can yeah. show it without working too hard. You can just yeah. have them. No good. Yeah. Also, Agreed. it's so str- it's so strange to me that like essentially, okay, essentially there's like three main characters kind of or four. Shiloh, kind of. Repo Man, the guy who owns the company. Yeah. Blind and Mag? It- and blind mag <laughs> which it's you don't very- need to sing her eyes 
you, yeah. you <laughs> unrelated to voice. Yeah, also, this is, this is like a little pet peeve of mine, but if, if a musical has a character who is a good singer, I hate mm. that. Like yeah. in in canon in mm. the storytelling, the person is known for singing, and everyone is singing the whole time. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, I think there's a word for that where it's like diegetic or something. Yes, in the diegesis of the film. Yes, she is singing songs that the characters are hearing, as opposed to the recitative that the characters would be hearing as just spoken dialogue. <laughs> but it's so strange to me that this 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 movie about a. Uh, once again, they could have said something about like the pharmaceutical industry, capitalism, whatever they wanted to, but they d- they decide to focus on the CEO of the major company and his children. So they're focusing on the billionaire and his like plight. And yes, he's evil, and we're not meant to like uh, we're not meant to sympathize with him or anything like that. But I'm like, it would be more interesting following someone who's running away from getting their organs ripped out. Yeah, like, yeah. That would be a more compelling story if we're following someone who's poor and they're like, well, I've got a week to try to figure this out or else they're going to come and tear me up. And like, that would even make for more horror where like the Repo Man's coming and it's a very scary monster, you know? Sure. Like, there's more you could do with the it. The Jaws it was just, thing or the alien yeah, thing like of you like, you don't any, know where he is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, but we just focus on these rich people and this doctor who is Giles from Buffy. Uh-huh. Uh, and he which was, I was in very excited uh, about. Ted Lasso. He's the villain in Ted Lasso. Oh, I forgot he's in that. Yeah, the yeah, repo yeah, yeah. man is the guy who owns the uh, the, the, the evil soccer team. The ex-husband? Yeah, the yeah, ex-husband. the ex-husband. Oh. He, he looks like much better now. He's just yeah. like, he's aged flawlessly into like yeah. the best silver fox you can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like a British silver fox. It's incredible. But, um, and it turns out, and then there's Shiloh, who's the daughter of the Repo Man slash doctor. Yeah. And we find and out she's about- she's sick. She's got her mom's blood disease, except uh, how the disease came to be was a reveal and then it was also like sort of a tossed off reveal at like the last second that like actually the medicine the dad made her take every day was keeping her sick instead mm-hmm. of making her better because he yeah. like, didn't want her to like the Munchausen's by proxy kind of thing which yes, is like yes. which also would have been a really interesting thing to explore that's absolutely yeah. worth exploring yeah. and how that could creep up into anything but no, yeah. no time no, no, throw her into a fence. That's all we need. Yeah, yeah. It was so strange. We got to impale like, blind mag. Yeah. <laughs> we like the last twenty minutes was like watching a bad improv show. Mm. Completely. Mm-hmm. Where, where, like, where, oh where they're gosh, trying to... we we had too many third scenes. <laughs> like yeah. we had we had too many goofy townspeople mm. scenes, and now we decided we have to wrap up everybody's thing. <laughs> yeah, all on all on one stage at the very end in one big scene, and they're like, "All right, so you're, she's dead." Okay, now it's your turn. You have to kill your dad. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah, you have to kill your dad. Why? Yeah. Why would I ever do that? And even Which, after the re- the evil guy in charge asks the protagonist to kill her dad after she learns that her dad is the evil guy. Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> oh shit. It's for Which- a cure though, isn't it? But yeah. isn't her not having the person who poisons you die, isn't that also a cure? So I'm not sure yeah. what the cure would be to an illness that isn't there is. Yeah. Just... It yeah, doesn't well, make and, any and sense. And like, when, she, when she like goes past her like window of time that she has to take her medicine, she starts to like collapse and break down. And, and to the same point, 
wouldn't she start feeling better? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Psycho something. Hey, the who guy knows? who played the brother with the face, his name is Ogre. Ogre. Which is cool. So, so the guy who plays the grave robber is one of the writers, and I think maybe actually is possibly problematic. Um, I would not be which surprised. Is not a surprise as um, a human or in yeah, the show. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and they, he, and like a bunch of the people in this movie, like kept making this type of movie together. So there's like a a little mm. group of folks who made a bunch of these together. But are they in the same universe? I don't think so. I think the next one they made together was like a war between heaven and hell. <laughs> oh, cool. Like, so speaking of universe and, and what that this movie looks like something, this is an entire, this movie is practically an animated movie. Like everything is CGI except for like individual character performances, like the, the big sweeping shots over like the whole oh, city yeah. Yeah. or whatever. And like, the <laughs> the pictures they have like hung in their house are like yeah haunted mansion yeah. style like holograms <laughs> so weird <laughs> i was thinking about the sets again though because in the the graveyard where we first were dropped in the graveyard and she's rummaging around and i guess she's in her mom's mausoleum but then yeah. later we see a dump truck go through that graveyard so like i guess there's a width because they that's they're like way home. I don't know. The set <laughs> consistency is fun. Confusing yeah. at yeah. best. It's it's an insane movie. I'm trying yeah. to think of any other pieces that I like thought of today when I was kind of reconsidering everything. Um, a little glass vial. A little glass vial. I was watching a YouTube video talking about this movie and like just dragging it. And she was like, okay, this is the most memorable song from the the movie. If you're at the right party and you say that phrase, you'll hear a bunch of people say a little glass vial, you know, like it's like known. And she was like, it doesn't, it doesn't come in a little glass vial. They have to get it out of like people's brains. (laughs) (laughs) You put it into a little glass vial. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so weird. This movie is so weird. I watched it today during during nap time at work and I was like, I hope none of these kids see this screen right yeah. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they didn't, so it was fine. But it was just like but I also Sydney got about forty minutes in and I was like, Man, how long is this? And I was like, an hour and a half and I was like, That's not very long. Wow, I'm bored. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding you. When I saw the runtime, I was like, yes. And I started watching it. And I'm truly not kidding. It was like at minute 42 that I was like, this has got to be almost over, right? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. And then we got a little loose with the highlight fast forward button. I saw the ending. I, yeah. I you know, pushed through. <laughs> it, it, it makes me wonder if that moment, like everything up to that point is just so dense that like it feels like you've watched a 90 minute movie or is it that the three of us very specifically uh. are part of a group that does a 40 minute rock opera every week <laughs> <laughs> and we were like this yeah. needs to be about done <laughs> <laughs> it's in our bones we're like yeah. and cut that's it blackout <laughs> maybe uh, i will we- say in that most recent set we did at 15 minutes i checked the clock like we did a whole bunch in 15 minutes i could have sworn did. about 40 went pat nope it was 15 so can't I, trust I that did the same thing, clock. Sydney. I was like, "Holy shit!" We yeah. did like a lot of legwork in 15 minutes, and I was like, "Do we have enough <laughs> staying mm-hmm. power to finish this show?" Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, but like, okay. Obviously, and Repo did if, not have enough. If you're power. if you're listening to this episode, it's highly likely you weren't at that show that we're talking about. But as an example, that show ostensibly told a story that started and ended. Yeah. And nothing, I mean, even when it was like crazy town, mm-hmm. it was like fun. Yeah. <laughs> Our like, show? Like, yeah, yes. Yeah. Because, like, this movie is crazy town, but it's never really fun. No. (laughs) Like, when they have their kind of, like, goofy numbers, like, the one where he's, the repo man is, like, using the guy he's gutting as, like, a puppet, like... That was like trying to be (laughs) funny, but it was just too gross. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's also there's something to be said for that whole show. All of them uh, were like distraught and put upon, and it read in their faces. But if they're so distraught and put upon, do they want anything to change it? No, there's no dream. They're just gross. They're just gross and bored. And it's, it's yes. hard to watch someone unhappy for like 90 minutes <laughs> if there's no yeah. change in it, right? Like, yes. what brought you down? Are you just yeah. you're just down? So the puppet thing not so funny because your face hasn't moved. Mm. Yeah. I, we really don't get much of a like that was generous saying it's a little mermaid story because like at the in the beginning because like we don't get much of an i want like, no from, she, she from wants Shiloh. to leave her house she wants to go outside but Wait, we she just and, came back from i was gonna outside. say yeah <laughs> yeah like basically like, we, the first scene in the movie after all the comic book <laughs> shit is her outside <laughs> yeah that's where we meet her so we're like okay your problem is solved you can With go outside bugs there's a book of insects. Yeah, insects. I was trying to remember, like, do insects play a role? I nope. totally Just forgot that we insects. we meet this character, and the only thing we know about her is she likes catching bugs, and then they, yeah. we never see that again. No. <laughs> like, and and the, the way that bug is introduced, this CGI bug, you're like, yeah. this must be an important bug, and it's never seen again, and no. we have no idea why she was catching it. Yeah. And also, it's Alexa Vega who, who was in Spy Kids. Yeah. That's crazy. And she, I think, also did at least one of their other movies they did, like after this. I wonder Hopefully if this movie they was... had fun. Hopefully I that was set was like a ball, yeah. right? Because yeah. otherwise, oof. Those are yeah. like people in their career. They're not the springiest of chickens off the street, right? Like, right. hopefully it was a ball and it doesn't translate. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. It, it does but, make me think, like, gosh, anything could be a movie. <laughs> You know, like we we could take any anarchy show that we've done in the past eight months, uh, clean it up a little bit, write a script, do some recordings so that we do live lip sync to playback on the day and like shoot a, a movie that is as good, if not far more entertaining. Yeah. It might not look. Oh, yeah. It might not look as like vibey, like if no. we just shot it on like an iPhone. <laughs> But like, well, just smear some Vaseline on it. It'll look exactly like Repo. Yeah, like, which which part of me is like, boy, yeah, God, this this is so bad that it's making me think anything is possible. But the other part of me is like, yeah, but like they did this thing, and I yeah. can't imagine they didn't have a fun doing it. Like, it seems sort of like a passion project. Like, uh, it does make me like want there to be more fucking insane movies like this you know like 
Sharknado comes to mind that like someone was just like, I got this crazy idea. I'm not going to follow through with any of the actual plot explorations. <laughs> I just want sharks to fly in a tornado. A book yeah, of yeah, beginnings. Yeah. I just want to start, but finish nothing. I do yeah. think yeah. there, isn't there a repo movie like with Jude Law? Yes. Yeah, called Repo Men. Yeah, and so is, is it the same premise where they... I think so. I'm, I haven't seen it. I have okay. always wondered, though, the whole premise of Repo, you know, who can't pay their bills are dead people. So don't... I hope they updated something. Right. Mm-hmm. It is based on... the. It's it, They're based on different things, but it, it is about... It's like the same premise where mm-hmm. you have to... Uh, where your organs can be repossessed. Oh, crazy. But it's like a sh- action thriller kind of movie. Yeah. Instead of being a horror movie. And a rock opera. Yeah, mm. instead of being a and rock opera. And an Evanescence music video and mm. a Hot Topic ad. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's also what it is, because 2008 is kind of late in Hot Topic land, right? Yeah, like that's, maybe- that's mm-hmm. why... It felt late to me to see yeah. that it was 2008. Yes, totally. As I had a Hot Topic minute which should surprise no one sure but like sure. that was firmly what 20 it was 10 years earlier man not yeah. 10 years but like well, earlier so they they had this idea and they made this like stage show and then they shot a short film version of it to like get funding and stuff for this so like mm-hmm. there is another movie called repo the genetic opera that is like a 10 minute short that came out two years earlier mm. and the repo man is michael rooker from Guardians of the Galaxy and yeah. Walking Dead, like he was not a name then, obviously. That's crazy. But like, wild. So, so the well, aesthetic I feel like is a holdover from when they like first conceived of it. You know, like, really low budget. Yeah. 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 Well, we've been going for about forty-five minutes now. Yeah, so we should we probably have. take a break. <laughs> we should probably take a break and go jump into the Starlight Pit, take do an ad, and then we can yeah. come back and play a game. Yes, yes, yes. Let's do it. And then it. we can discuss how Star Wars it is after that. Yeah, we haven't really done a good job of that. <laughs> nope, but we have talked a lot about this movie because it is wild and it's yeah. fun to talk about. Uh, okay, let's go! Wee. Due to our mutual fear of making concrete decisions, Kevin and Thomas have a new comedy podcast that is 100% segments top to bottom. Every week, we spin a wheel of random podcast segments, complete absurd challenges, and get into petty squabbles. We bring on our favorite comedians and guests and even let you, the audience, decide what happens next to ensure we have as little control as possible. Check out Oops All Segments wherever you get your podcasts. Do it. And we're... Uh, Impaled through the back. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. I have a game for us this week, and I'm kind of like pulling it together on the fly a little bit. But um, on recent episodes, we've played a game that I've stolen from other podcasts called the IMDb game, where uh, I'll give you an actor, and you have to try to name their four projects on IMDb that are considered their most known for, which can be movies, it can be TV, it doesn't necessarily ever make sense as to which four are the four. This week, I'm going to flip that a little. I'm going to say different projects on the most known four of one of these actors, and then you need to name the actor, or or more than likely, the character they play in Repo, because yeah. like, oh. I, I can't imagine we know a lot of these actors. Um, you yeah, don't even need to say are... the character name. You can be like, it's the guy who, you know, so we'll, the guy we'll with go, the face. 
we'll alternate back and forth. And what I'll do is um, I'll give you a project. So probably for many of these, one of those will be Repo, the genetic opera. Mm-hmm. And if you can name it after that, you get four points. And then okay. with each new one I give you, you get one fewer point. Um, gotcha. Don't try to name the person after Repo, the genetic opera, because <laughs> they're yeah. all in that. Am I naming the project or the person? The person. Okay. So, like, in the case of this movie, since so many of the people, like, obviously we know who Paris Hilton is, but many yeah. of these actors we probably don't know by name. You could just yeah, say, yeah. like, the guy. Um, yeah. Josiah, I'll start with you. Okay. Let's see. Most known for, I'm also going to give them to you in the order that I choose. Great. First up, Repo, the genetic opera. Could be any of them, so I'm not going to guess. Uh-huh. Here, actually, hang on one sec. Okay. Um, pledge this. Pledge this. Sound, I have no idea what that is. Sounds like it could be sorority or fraternity movie. I'm going to say Paris Hilton. That's actually correct. You got yeah! it. <laughs> uh, the other two, any, any guesses as to what the other two are? <laughs> uh, her TV show with What's Her Face? It's not one of the top four, weirdly. That's very strange. What else has Paris Hilton been in? I mean, she hasn't acted that often. The other two was a movie called House of Wax. Which oh, for me yeah. would have been a giveaway. Um, H- and then the other movie. one, the other kind of giveaway is The Hottie and the Naughty. Oh, um, yuck. So, okay, I saw on the Wikipedia, she got the Razzie for Worst Actress for both Repo and Hottie and the Naughty that same year. <laughs> wow, good for uh, her. Okay, let's see. Let's go to Sydney now. The first project for this next person is called From Prada to Nada. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Okay. <laughs> Do you want another one? Yep. <laughs> okay. Spy Kids 3D Game Over. <laughs> uh, wouldn't that be our wonderful protag, uh, Shiloh? <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> Alexa Vega, or credited um, recently in things as Alexa Pena Vega, P-E-N-A-V-E-G-A. She and her husband, like, smashed their last names together into one word. Like cool. Logan Schwartz and Grubinier. Huh? From Spelling Bee. Um, oh, sure. The, the other two movies were also Spy Kids movies. <laughs> yes. Good. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Josiah, your actor or actress has four projects. The first one they're known for is Repo, the genetic opera. <laughs> mm, I'm going to say could be any of them. So go ahead and give me another one. All right. 1991's The Rocketeer. <gasps> I love that movie. I'm going to say it's going to be, who was it? Oh, my God. I, I've seen that movie a million times. I bet it's the the CEO. It is. <laughs> yes. Paul Sorvino. I'm amazing he, at this game. He was also in Nixon. He played Henry Kissinger in Nixon. Wow. And he was in Goodfellas. Interesting. Uh, He's okay. been, what a prolific career. Let's see here. 
Okay, Sydney, your first clue is Repo, the genetic opera. <laughs> your next clue is a a TV movie adaptation of okay. Jane Austen's Persuasion. Oh. From 2007. Um, gonna go with the brother that you can see his face? <laughs> it is not him. Good guess, good guess. Thank um, you. Your third clue is a movie called Imagine Me and You. How about sure. how about Dad? How about Repo like, Dad? It is, yeah. <laughs> uh, the last one was going to be Buffy. <laughs> oh, nice. Weird um, that Ted Lasso's not on there, especially it's, with how, Yeah, it's not one of the four. How popular which is funny is. because that's just like one of the biggest things right now. Yeah, like, totally. I would think that would bump up. At, we're recording this now. Maybe by the time this releases, someone will have changed it like they did with uh, Chris Evans that one time we played this game. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Let's do one more each. Um, Josiah, your first clue is repo the genetic opera (laughs) next clue a film ostensibly it's a film i can't imagine any of these movies exist but um called first night Hmm. who have we not done yet i'm gonna guess ogre it's not ogre dang it Um, that's who plays the brother who has the face plastered on the next one is the Robert De Niro film Ronin. Mm. Is it the other brother? It is not. Okay. The final one is that movie with James McAvoy called Wanted. Oh. Where they curve yeah. the bullet. <laughs> where they curve the bullets. I think uh, Angelia Jolie was in that too. Yeah. Um. Oh, geez, who could it be? Who have we not said yet? Um, I don't know. The um, I just made a lot of like that same noise with my tongue a lot for some reason. Uh, let's say it's the 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 maker of the writer of it who's um. It is spooky. not him. Oh, okay, dang. city. Do you want to try to steal? Do you have any guess? <laughs> I was going to say the grave robber, but isn't that the writer? That's that guy, yeah. Yeah. It's not... It Who is, else was in that movie? <laughs> I know. I'm like, what other characters are there? Sarah Brightman, who oh, was yeah. the original Christine on Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> Blind That's so Mag. Crazy. That, who, at one point, Paris Hilton is like, I want to sing instead of this person who is like one of the world's best singers. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, but can I say somehow doesn't sound that good in this movie? No, she doesn't really. No one sounds that good in this movie movie is wild. Yeah. Uh, Like Alexa Vega is also a singer and she doesn't sound that good in this movie. It's very weird. Uh, Let's see. It's a a bad movie. It's a bad movie. (laughs) (laughs) Last up here is for you, Sydney. Repo the Genetic Opera. Sure, 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 yes. The Devil's Rejects. Is that the brother with with the visible face? It is. <laughs> nice. With that, you you managed to snag the lead and the win <laughs> right there oh, at the end. Because <laughs> we were like running out of characters. <laughs> yeah, he nice. he's been in like a number of horror movies. Honestly, like 
so many people are so gross in this movie, but I think he mm. might be the grossest to me. Yeah, he's really gross. Yeah, something about the other brother, you can't actually see his face, so it doesn't seem as bad, but because and you yeah, can see this one's face, mm, And it's, like, so crazy, like, the face of it all, whereas yeah. this guy, like, just, like, says and does, like, some fucked up shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's, and like, just underlying a, violence. Violence yeah. Mm. He's just a guy, mm. uh, just a regular guy being violent. What, I'm sorry, what'd you say? I was like, he's just a guy. So that's like, there's no artifice yes. to him. He's just yes. a regular guy being violent and it right, sucks. Right. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Here's another Star Wars thought that I just had. Okay. Besides the sort of repo man is kind of Darth Vader family daughter reveal kind of thing. N- nobody seems to really have any agency in this movie, the the, sure. the movie just sort of moves people around. Like, very few, like, choices are made, you know? Um, yeah. Like, the Repo Man just sort of becomes the Repo Man, just like Anakin just sort of becomes Darth Vader because, like, he's left no other choice because his wife died. Like, literally, yeah. it is the Darth Vader story. <laughs> truly, uh, truly. As opposed to, like, he likes doing this. Except then, though, some you know, like, we see that he's kind of captive like gene co kind of makes him do this yet we have that other scene where he makes that guy his puppet and he like really likes to kill people so it's like what's your point of view (laughs) yeah what's your deal dude? and and that kind of feels star warsy to me because like darth vader is a really scary awful monster sometimes and he's also just like a sad little boy who got tricked into being evil some other times and like they try to have their cake and eat it too (laughs) yeah being tossed around by fate is very Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And that seems to be what these characters are in this movie. Everyone is very much just like being tossed around. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think of anybody who makes like a super like motivated choice. I guess it's the CEO is the one making all the choices. And then everyone else is just the fallout from his decisions. He's uh-huh. kind of like the best character. The yeah, CEO. Right? Like, yeah. One, because he's the most recognizable, because you can be the bad guy at the head, the bad money guy in any movie. Right. But his made sense. We've seen him. He's angry. His kids suck. Got it. Tick, tick, tick. Yeah. yeah. He looks like what we want him to look like. That's true. It really, th- we should change just for this week our show to How Anarchy Is It? Or like, How Music Improv Is It? Because, like, <laughs> it's such a, like, easy, immediate like character cliche choice for the antagonist of any story it doesn't matter what the character the protagonist wants the antagonist can be a representative of big whatever like yeah you you want chocolate i'm a representative of big vanilla (laughs) like like i'm the ceo of like uh big vanilla is always lobbying corporation because all you want is to clean (laughs) yeah yeah. I have I have made myself the rich CEO multiple times in anarchy shows yeah. as the antagonist. Yeah. Because it's it's an easy <laughs> thing to be like, all right, well, this person wants something and I will just make myself a rich asshole. Yeah. And I think okay, some ways in which it's not Star Wars is mostly it is not Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, they all the people are singing all the time. <laughs> They're all singing all the time. Kind of. Kind, kind of. of singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Singing is generous. Yeah, that guy that we're talking about, the CEO guy, like, most of his songs are, like, talked, which is funny because he seems to have, like, opera training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
<laughs> he does. He Wild. like occasionally busts out like a legit operatic operatic yeah. like vocal and you're like but then okay. other times he's like i'll keep those vultures guessing <laughs> yeah and then there was also like anthony stewart head giles the the yeah. repo man was sort of doing at times he's doing a golem thing where he's doing like a, an evil voice at first and then he yeah. starts his normal voice and then he has an evil voice again and then a normal voice and i'm like what is this choice and is it supposed to mean something more than what it's showing yeah me? it's because almost like batman <laughs> yeah, he's like, like he's got his voice. Bruce Wayne voice and his like Batman mask voice. It's very Jekyll interesting. Hyde. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. But how star? Okay, this is like horror musical. Joan can- Jett cameo. Joan Cheap Jett gore. cameo. Cheap gore. Yeah, yeah. It, which is not Star Wars at all. None of that who, is Star Wars. Who's the who? Do you, who was the audience for this? Like, was it supposed to be like the teen girls? Right, like the like the teen girls who were too punk for Twilight, mm-hmm. because they that seems like it missed. Like, who was the audience? Who did yeah. they think would have been like, yeah, this show gets it? I can't. I, I think you tell. might be right on the money. Like, mm. I think it's like hot topic teen. They girls. missed. <laughs> yeah. They missed. Well, I used, you know, you 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 you'd think that it could be for teen girls or hot topic like girls or whatever, but then there's way too much. Like you said earlier, Mike, the male gaze. There's way too much of that right. for it to sell, I think, to like a younger audience. Right. And then yeah, also it's, it's almost like it's like the twenty year old guy who's still holding on to the notion from high school of like girls don't want a nice guy. Mm. And it's like, oh, mm. you're worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, there's like no it's... male love interest for her. Like, there's no, no. love interest. The, and, but the only one who sees her and understands her is the shitty dude with the lipstick that goes around his whole mouth. Yeah. The narrator Zydrate guy. So right. that's mm-hmm. gross. Yeah. Yeah. So she has no she's... equal. Especially because she's 17. Yeah. yeah. It feels like it's for, like, he wrote it for, like, him. And, like, yeah kind of gross dudes like him <laughs> i can see i can see the, okay not just not to talk shit on anthony stewart head because i think he's a good actor and i think he's i think he's a bit of a heartthrob in a certain way but he's not hot in this movie which one is that the great the one? repo man the repo man oh oh dad yeah dad he's not very he was daddy. on buffy the vampire slayer for however like what 15 years or for however million, long that yeah show the entire show he was he was on it um He's not very, like, attractive in this movie to me. Right. And I think that if they had cast a more... If they had gotten a more heartthrobby guy, Mm. then maybe this movie would have hit harder for, like, that audience of, like, people who are attracted to men. Because you can have the, like, tortured Edward and, like, to go with the Twilight comparison that you had, Sydney, like, you can have the tortured Edward. Mm. But I don't know if it would work because it's so gory... And the script is garbage. Yeah, I was gonna say there's I like, there's like forty I reasons d- why. Yeah, I don't think I don't think him being a more conventionally attractive dad type would have saved it or made it. Because okay. again, then attractive to who? Because it's not like the Twilight movies where Twilight's de- her name isn't Twilight. The girl's dad. <laughs> Twilight. No, her name's Twilight. Yeah, her name's Twilight. Twilight's dad is like yeah. his Bella own Twilight. thing. Uh, he dad of Bella, right? Like that's yeah. an attractive man. People, he's hardly in him, but people love him. I think, yeah, that's right. a thing. Yeah, they do. They do. Whereas this right. one, I don't know if what he looks like really matters. One, he's in a mask the whole time, but two, what does he want? What does he want? What does he like? Yeah. I was maybe if if 
what are names what if spy kids turned out to be the daughter of mags that would have been yeah. fun that would have right. been interesting i, I know i even like thought like for a second like is that what this is gonna be mm-hmm. and then it's like no everyone was just friends with this guy's dead wife like <laughs> yeah dead mom dead wife 2008 hot topic like mm-hmm. yeah yeah but okay but now that you've said that josiah 2008 you're you're claim is that like okay. a hot daddy yeah. would have turned this movie around yeah who was that in 2008 <laughs> oh god i don't know and, right. and let me add another lay on they had to be able to get him oh you that's know even like harder okay. look at look at the cast they had like paris hilton was one of the names <laughs> right they'd be able to get him okay we're talking he has to be older older he's gotta be able to be a dad uh can't be too famous right like it can't be um, like brad pitt <laughs> no it could be brad pitt <laughs> and he was still too, too young at the time the the one who came to my mind just now which again too too big but was um vigo mortensen because mm, mm-hmm, he sure. would have been like a few years out from having finished return of the king but like movie star to be sure my first gut was was patrick dempsey because of gray's anatomy <laughs> that's a good that's a good answer <laughs> but i don't know if he was old enough in 2008 i don't know what movies were happening in 2008 what I were know, like the I'm hits of to... <laughs> i don't well Iron patrick Man. dempsey is a good answer because it's a tv person like now it's making me wonder like anybody from lost yeah like matthew fox from lost or uh the guy who played sawyer or yeah uh any of them just yeah. any of the lost I have not seen lost <laughs> <laughs> or or um, i watched the first wait the no, i watched guy, the second season now or i can't Buffy. remember his name but the guy who played Buffy, mike Buffy's delfino from desperate housewives Mm, he a was like a hot pole. plumber from down the street. <laughs> no, that one I've never seen. <laughs> what about what about um the uh the love is the same Aiden the love interest from My Big Fat Greek Wedding? Oh, oh that's um, good Ian. too. Ian, Ian what about him? <laughs> that's a good one. Floating, kind of like vaguely handsome. I mean, he's handsome, but uh-huh. vaguely handsome. <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> if mm-hmm, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, vaguely. You can handsome. see him as a dad. But yeah. getting enough to want something if he's just puppeting dead spine number ten. I, I yeah. Know. Yeah. I yeah. I, I think what this movie needs is like a second draft by yeah. someone <laughs> who didn't like spend a decade of their life like you know Writing fundraising it. for mm. it and like all that, you know. Needed yeah. some darlings to be dead. Yeah. And just yeah, like, like a dramaturg. Like yeah. someone to be like this plot line doesn't go anywhere. Are do, are you aware of that? <laughs> yeah. Do you know that we just drop off and 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 that this also comes out of nowhere at the end because yeah. it does. I would argue that the attractive swap out should be the grave robber. Mm. That, oh, that's like if the grave too. robber were uh, of equal or lesser value to Alexa Vega, that yeah. would help. Yeah. Not Hell, it could be Daryl Sabera, the other spy kid. <laughs> Why not? Get him in there. Junie. Junie. Who got married to Megan Trainer? Yeah, the redhead. He got married to Megan Trainer? Yeah, they have a bathroom with two toilets in it so they can <laughs> I be know together. That too. <laughs> that's strange. That's a good that's a good point. A like different Also, I wanted him basically to be a in- different movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah if we can- <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're saying. Yeah. If they changed everything, it would have <laughs> a change. Everything. Good. 
<laughs> the, the um, you know, if this were how not how anarchy is it, we're back to the original podcast. How Rocky Horror is it? Or wait, what is uh, our show? Wait, what? <laughs> what are we doing? If if this were how Rocky Horror is it, it, I feel like it would get huge. Like it would be sort of like when we first did a Star Wars movie on this show. Like it would get just crazy points because it became this like horror adjacent midnight cult movie with shadow casts and music and mm-hmm. singing and and. It has a sort of narrator character who also created it. Richard O'Brien is Riff Raff in mm. uh, Rocky Horror, and he created the show, which became a movie. That's the same as this. Like, it was music of the time, which at that point was the sort of like glam early rock roots revival and they did the same thing for the movie and this was the music of the time of like evanescence and lincoln park Mm -hmm. and then it all ends on a stage in front of like a small audience yeah (laughs) like it's the and a bunch of people die like it it Mm -hmm. kind of is the same thing (laughs) except no one's enjoying themselves except there's no no absolute like relish in one's own body yes so there's not even like the autonomy of someone having these parts and they're loving it to death like where's the tim tim curry yeah is sex on a stick none of the characters are having a good time absolutely not except for the mute background going to die soon scantily clad surgical interns which yeah right right that would be what kept it from being a 10 out of 10 tim (laughs) curry Yeah. But that is not the scale we are using. We are comparing this, unfortunately, to Star, to Star Wars. Wars. <laughs> well, let's see. Do we have any other points about how Star Wars is? I mean, it's this is horror forward and... A lot of blood. There's basically blood, no blood, blood in Star Wars. No, no cute sidekicks, which I understand no. is a major part of Star Wars. Yeah. Yes, definitely. No relatable yeah. anything. Even Except for that our... one bug at the beginning. Yeah, that bug was pretty cute. I mean, just lose it entirely. <laughs> There's not. I mean, honestly, I would say Star Wars has better music than this. Yeah. Not singing, but better music than this. Yeah. Because you can you can hum Star Wars. You can't hum anything from this. No. It even it has that a sort of glass file. <laughs> yeah, it has those sort of story tropey things of like fate is the actual character with agency and the sort of protagonist the bad guy is her dad the even worse guy is controlling him like there there are some sort of superficial like plot star wars adjacencies but i feel like that's like the the strongest case for yeah future are they both in the future well star wars is famously a long time ago in a galaxy far far away (laughs) reverse future they are but they are both sci-fi-ish. Yes, right. Sci-fi-ish is perfect because this is like claiming that like as of now, I think it's like the 2050s. It's, yeah. it, they say mm. explicitly mm-hmm. it's the 21st century, but I think it is like 2057. So they're saying in like 30 to 40 years from now, this is what the world is going to yeah. look like, which is pretty bleak. Everyone, everyone is just sick. And I mean that in like, nasty yeah not like yeah. they are mm-hmm. literally like people sick. have like oxygen masks as like fashion accessories yeah that's kind of like, star warsy yeah it it does have the sort of dystopia of star wars that like one big empire sort of controls everything but like this is just so much less colorful it's just like everything is like blue and black and white it yeah. makes me also think of like if back to the future when they're in the future uh-huh. we're seedy 
that's what yeah. they were going for. They're like, we want yeah. only Biff's tower. We yes. want super, super seedy everything, but we're going right. to make it raunchy. Yeah. So I don't know how that applies to and the even Star Wars Biff's scale. tower is like almost like tame, cute version of raunchy compared to yeah. this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, we should have done. We should have done Back to the Future. <laughs> we we did once, movies. didn't we? We did. I think we did like it like a, as a mini episode. A or mini episode. We should yeah. do that at some point. Or let's do all of it. Back to the Future too. Well, so mm. we so today what we do is we pick a unit of measure, and it can be anything, uh, Star Wars related or repo related or whatever you want, and then we'll give it a rating between one and ten. I think I'm getting close to deciding what I yeah, want to rate. Yeah. This. Because it's not very Star Wars. It's guys. not very Star Wars. I don't know exactly what my number is between one and ten, but I'm gonna tell you this: it's not five. It's not five. <laughs> I would say it's below. <laughs> yeah, Sydney. Um, normally, we we we've said this thing before: like if it's a movie, it kind of puts it in the five territory, like to start, and then we go up and down from there. <laughs> because we're like, there's a lot of movies in Star Wars, you know. Which is but stupid like, because Star Wars is also video games, TV shows, comic books, yeah. books, board games. <laughs> So we've sort of moved away from that in recent <laughs> yeah. episodes. But so when you say unit of measure, yeah, do you mean like it's two out of five Zydrate vials? That Completely, type of thing? exactly. Yes. Or like eight out of ten surgical yeah. face removals. Yeah, also, one of- last point: I don't think they consulted a single medical biology person in terms of no. slicing, dicing. They just were just. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, okay, to get anyway. any organ out, you just cut away their entire stomach. Yeah. And then yank <laughs> oh, everything out. Speaking of organs, <laughs> it's it's basically the first line, and it's written text. It's not even spoken, but like it says, there's a a mass epidemic of organ failure. Just yeah. any organ. Um, any of them. So it's not Especially like you know, like it's <laughs> unclear like what the what the pandemic is. But one of the people we see him kill the the organ he removes is a spine. <laughs> so yeah. it's just like just say everybody's sick. <laughs> also, Mess. one when it pan like when it's like panning through one of the places that has all the organs, one of them that's listed is appendix, and I was like, why would you need a replacement? Of that? <laughs> So where That's do they great. make all of these things? Where's the yeah. factory? How is it farmed? Is it like what? How, they just exist? What's going on? Yeah. And if, if so many organs are failing, then where are we getting the organs to put into new people? Right. Like right. it's not like they're donating them or anything, right? Yeah. Like is, is the are the repo men when they take back say the kidney? Do they just mm-hmm. take all the organs and throw them in a bucket and then like Geneco sells <laughs> those to like new people? There was like a sneaker duffel. He put a sneaker duffel yeah. with like cold ice in it and was like here's a spine that's yeah. unhygienic and now cannot be used for fuse or procedure right yeah yes yes yeah they're just like, like tossing punitive. around brains yeah yeah right Ugh. it's ridiculous the brains yeah. anyway next anyway. time <laughs> um the unit of measure i'm thinking i'm trying i'm hemming and hawing between um little little light up bugs yeah <laughs> and like uh <laughs> just gross circus freaks <laughs> i think i think i'm gonna pick bugs i think i gotta go with little glass vials mm. little glass vials catchy i like vials or it could be like mag's eyes how many mag's eyes <laughs> oh nice that's i like good. that yeah yeah we didn't even talk about like cybernetics that's kind of all over star wars that's true that's true that's but true anyway um score out of 10 light up bugs i'm thinking this gets something like a three 
Interesting, interesting, interesting. In terms of how Star Wars it is, not of how good it is. How good it is? Probably a three? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give it a two. Okay. Two out of ten little glass vials? Little glass vials. Oh. Um, it's up to you, I'm gonna, Sydney. I'm going to go with 2.5 because that go. seems smart. <laughs> Splitting the difference. Very, yeah, so, mm-hmm. very diplomatic. Two and a half mags eyes. So, like, two. the two they gave her and then, like, half of another. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the spare right now. Well, we did it. We rated it on a scale of one to ten of how Star Wars it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, guys, I got to say, don't watch this movie. <laughs> Is that going to become part of one of our like sign-off phrases? Like, yeah. Well, until next time, don't watch Repo. I'm Mike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like sometimes we watch weird stuff for this show, and I'm like, oh, you should definitely watch this because it's weird and cool. And this time we watch something weird that I'm like, I honestly, in good conscience, don't recommend it because it's just not good to watch. I, I, I think I would recommend it to like super specific people because mm. I would want to hear their take on it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Not because I think they would have a good time. No. I'd very much recommend it to a sophomore in college coming home from the Halloween party with all yeah. your friends and having just, it was like two in the morning. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect for that. Yes. I will say that. Excellent yeah. viewing experience for that. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. Well, uh, it's about time to wrap up. So let's see here. Do you want us on the internet? Because if you do, you can find us at How Star Wars Is It on Twitter and Instagram. You can email us and TikTok. Sorry, I, sh- I need to start saying TikTok. Yes, um, we are kind of on all of those. <laughs> we're on all of those. You can email us at agoodpodcast at gmail.com because that's what this is. Mm-hmm. We also have at- a Patreon if you want a weekly bonus episode and film commentaries of the Star Wars movies, other movies, one-shot RPGs, Discord server, all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, Patreon.com slash HowStarWarsIsIt has all of that for $5 a month, baby. And Sydney, is there anything you would like to tell the people about uh, that you've got going on? Oh. No, hey, come out. We've got three more Anarchy shows left. Come yes. out. Ohio, Chicago. It's delight. And are come we allowed play. to say that we're coming back in august yet yeah that's fine yeah we're coming back august 17th for i believe a six week run starting off and we'll see how long those six weeks last 30 oh 7 30 wow interesting moving them up i like it all right well there you have it come see us all in anarchy shows and follow anarchy music improv because yes. it's a great follow and you can see when sydney's in shows and when me and mike are in shows yes um all right well in that in that case it's time to wrap up so sandwiches to star wars it's about time for tubby bye-bye so like we always say what we by the way what we always say is we love you and may the fourth be with you if you would like to say that with you us can say it with us we we love you and may the fourth be with you okay, okay ready here we go. <gasps> we, we love, love you. you. And, and may, may the fourth be with you. Bye bye. A little glass vial? A little glass vial. <laughs>